The Discussing Network presents Discussing Comics. I am Kyle Jones, and welcome back the one and only Clarence Brown. Clarence, how are you? I'm doing great, and as always, glad to be back on with you talking about, you know, whatever it is we're talking about recently. <laughs> we switch it up a lot. <laughs> we switch it up. We go from Doctor Who to Star Trek to comics to... Just a little bit every under the sun. But for this one, we're going back to comics, movies, comics, yeah. and specifically Black Widow. So let's get it out the gate. If you have not seen Black Widow, and if you've not seen Avengers Endgame, put us on pause. Go out. Watch the episodes. Watch the movies, actually. Come back because, from this moment forward, spoilers. Spoilers. Affirmative. Spoilers. Spoilers? What spoilers? And I killed Sparky, too. <laughs> All right, spoiler warnings have gone out. Clarence Brown, Black Widow. What'd you think? Oh, man. This is a hard one. Um, I think overall I liked it, but honestly, it did feel like a very different experience. It was because we didn't know any other other characters besides Natasha. Uh, they had to spend a lot of time of setting the groundwork for these three other characters we've never seen in MCU. So from that aspect, I feel like um, it wasn't. It definitely was not the typical Marvel movie. It tried to make up for that with a with a few huge action beats. Which those I enjoyed, but but it was it was very much a slow pace, uh, get to know the characters type of Marvel movie. You know, sort of like a, I guess, an origin story, but we already knew this character. So it was basically was an origin story for all the rest of the characters, which I'm, I'm fine with. So let me ask you this. Well, well, let me agree with everything you just said. And I would sum it up saying perhaps it was... The right movie, but the wrong time. And what I mean by that is, had that come out after Civil War, before Endgame, or before Infinity War, I think you may have gone away with a different feeling than you did. Do you agree or disagree? I mean, you're, you're right, because it's the first movie we've gotten since the big bombastic, bombastic Marvel event. Uh, an end game. So it definitely was a huge change of pace. Now, as far as this, the timing of when the story took place, it may have been better to see it in continuity um, as those events took place because you're left wondering, OK, when did some of this happen? And mm-hmm. kind of confusing, but they try, they attempted to make up for that with with maybe having physical anchors to what we see after with the vest and, and which, you know, mm-hmm. if you didn't know that it kind of went over, it kind of went over my head to be honest until I went back and saw some of the recaps, but me too, but, but yeah, things like that. I think maybe even if we got it right after in game, but I, I think that it's been so long. Uh, it's been two years, right? Since in game about here mm-hmm. and yeah. about that time, believe it or not. Yeah. Yes. So it's been so long. I think everybody is kind of just ready for the big thing to happen. And when you go back to something that's more grounded, which I'm fine with, um, you know, it, it just didn't tickle that summer blockbuster itch that I was wanting, but still it was a, it was mm-hmm. a decent movie. 
So did you see it at home or in the movies? Oh, I definitely saw it at the movies. Yeah. So did I. Yeah. So did I. This is actually the first one I went to see since the last Star Wars. Oh, really? So it's wow. been a long while. For I've me. seen a bunch of stuff since <laughs> Yeah. So so seriously, that was for me. And I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed the entire time I'm watching it, but there was no stakes. I wasn't wondering what am I going to find out? What's going to be revealed? What's the Easter egg that I'm going to see? Because it's bittersweet because we know what's going to happen with Natasha. You know, she we know where she's going to. You know, we know what's going to happen to her. I felt like this was... And while I like this character, I felt like this was the springboard to say, Scarlett Johansson, she's left the building. Here's our new Black Widow going forward, introducing the new Black Widow. Or, or at least until we get the multiverse, because who knows what will happen then. Well, true. But but yeah, I do feel like it was that. But again... Uh, I don't know. I think you were right in the the timing it was placed in. It just felt kind of kind of weird. But I, I do think it is a story that needed to be told. Honestly, and it, again, timing. I think what's so weird about it is that as this movie is coming out, we have Loki on Disney Plus, and to me, Loki is is huge and as grand as anything we've seen on the screen from Marvel. So when we come back to this, which is a much more grounded, I say grounded, but there's spies <laughs> all over Europe. But in a sense of uh, galaxy wide, it's much more grounded uh, in the Marvel Universe. So it, it felt like just getting back to uh, your friendly neighborhood Marvel type stuff versus the galactic out there in the world type stuff we've been seeing on Disney+. Plus. So let me ask you this. What did you think of the familial aspect? This going back to this communist in hiding, you know, these Soviet uh, spies that are in U.S. and this family unit that they established. Did you like it? Did you dislike it? Thoughts? <sighs> like, I, you know, I think for uh, most people seeing the roots of how um it have you seen the show hannah on disney uh, not disney uh, amazon uh tv i've seen you reference well, it, well it's, no, it's I hannah and i think a show of america a show called americans which i haven't seen but it's just as, yeah i've heard of but that but yeah. idea of uh russian infiltration into american society for some spy stuff you know <laughs> that's the basic mm -hmm. gist of it and I did enjoy seeing that Natasha and her family was in Ohio and she was just living the American dream, so to speak. And that was a life they had. And they seemingly were doing loving it. You know, of course, when we get into the Red Guardian, he wasn't loving it. He was just buying his time. But but it seemed like the kids, they were into it. And that was the life that they knew and wanted to continue. So. Uh, from that aspect, I think uh, seeing how they grounded it there um, was a good entry point into the shenanigans we got in later. Um, and I forgot what the question was. <laughs> no, no, no. You, 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 com you, you completely answered my question because I was asking, what did you think of the family relationship? And for me, I disliked it. Huh, it it interesting. stood out like a sore thumb. How so? But before, but well, before I say why, let me acknowledge that 
in order to paint the picture and the scope of the modern day MCU, some things have to change in the canon of characters. Natasha, of course, was introduced back in the 60s and she was a spy. She was already a grown woman when, you know, you and there was a such thing as the Red Room that we, you know, come to find out about in this movie. There was no family relationship between she and Yelena or Elena. Um, There was no family relationship between her and the Red Guardian. Now, in some of the stories, she was actually married, I believe, to a version, one of the people who was the Red Guardian, and she turned against him when she defected. So that whole story there kind of got mashed up to create this family unit, which I get because if they're sisters, even if they're not blood sisters, you still give a reason for why the new Black Widow is going to do some of the things she's going to do. I get that. But as the comic book purist, <laughs> I didn't like it. Oh, your comic books, Cal, they're not, yes, they're no, not keeping up yeah. with Ken in the week. No, look, I mean, it, could they probably do those stories that you just mentioned in the context of the MCU? Probably. But like with most things, they've changed for the sake of the movies and Disney Plus. They've mm-hmm. done it. And I'm not saying it's necessarily always better, but they do it for a simplicity's sake. And even though they've tried to simplify it, it's still complicated as hell. So <laughs> that being said, I think they're doing it more so for the, the newer audience. And some of the changes they made have arguably, arguably been for the better, you know. But I definitely get the point that you're saying coming from a pure, pure comic book point of view. They're changing. They're messing with your stuff. <laughs> they're messing with your stuff. Yep. And I, I could definitely and, see why you wouldn't you wouldn't be on board for that. And if you're looking at it from the comic book purist, I'll, I'll agree with you to some degree or to a lot of degree here. If you'll go back, anyone listening to our reviews of WandaVision, where we talked about the episode where it was Halloween, where they, Wanda and Vision, dressed up as the Scarlet Witch and Vision from the comics, and that looked hokey. Yeah. You know, so you can't always take everything from the comics and translate them to the screen. You've got to have creative. And I get that. I'm just saying that just kind of felt a little weird. Well, well, from from my point of view, when you talk about the family, the thing that I I liked all the interactions between the family members and them... um, being pulled apart and being put back together again and the struggle they've had to navigate those emotions. I I liked all of that. But that being said, I felt like it made the movie almost too slow. Mm-hmm. There was many yeah. points, especially when we get back to uh, what's the mother's name? I forget. Uh, That's pull up Wikipedia. But when, yeah. when, when, when they're back in the cabin and they're, we're just having this long, methodical feeling scene where they're just getting reacquainted. I'm like, this is cool, but I'm at the movie theater. <laughs> this, yes. If this was Disney Plus, I would have no qualms about seeing them explore their relationship in such an excessive fashion, which, you know, it felt kind of excessive at some points. But but it just felt weird uh, being, being in the movies and, and taking all that time to to be in that set piece for so long uh, where we're just kind of getting to know each other, which I enjoy that. It's just, I kind of have mixed feelings about it, to be honest. You know, I can't help but wonder knowing that this movie should have come out a year prior. You know, it was held 
a year because of the pandemic. And, you know, I know that it, it, it waited or we waited to see it. But some of the things that we're talking about, I don't think would have changed that we would have felt the same way in 2020. That extra year of not watching didn't necessarily change how we felt about it, maybe? Well, felt about it. And you also wonder um, if the edit has changed over the last 12 months um, or what year and a half. That's one thing I really wonder about. And also I saw uh, Fast 9 last night. And Mm -hmm. I wonder if that changed too. Because it seems like in an effort that we're, you know, Marvel did their big back to the movies campaign. um, To see them putting so much weight on these films that they held with the purpose of recoup a probably recouping what they put into it and 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 b is it they wanted to be a part of their big uh f- phases or their big cycles of getting into uh, the mcu lore um you would definitely expect it to be rock solid <laughs> and okay and, I, and going from what you just said i feel like all that time really didn't afford it to be a better movie. Maybe they got some of the CG stuff better. Maybe they polished some of the, the, the nooks and crannies to make it, you know, a little bit better, but I don't feel like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm trying to say this here. It just feels like uh, all that time I would expect it to be a much, much more polished movie. And who knows if that extra time made it worse or better than it would have been. And who knows if it changed at all, you know, because I do feel like we <laughs> lingered on some of the jokes. We lingered on some of the, the things I think they would have cut out if, if it was the yeah, you see you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, I, like I know exactly what you're saying. No, 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 you're not rambling because here, here's what I think is the. I don't want to say problem with the Black Widow character because, let me preface what I'm about to say with the point of, I didn't like Black Widow as a character. Not that I disliked her. I didn't care one way or the other until Scarlett Johansson came along and brought life to the Black Widow. And I actually started liking her as a character in the comics. So I think she made the character likable for me, at least. That being said, there's not been a lot of character development with the Black Widow in the movies well, that she's been in other than she's a spy and she has her alliances and she's she's dedicated, she's loyal, she's trustworthy until um I think she got the most characterization characterization in in game of all the previous movies she had been yeah, well she did have some moments with with uh with hulk there as well that she was kinda, she did true but, but again when she's not an a character in my opinion and she is in movies where there are other huge a characters in especially when we talk about the avengers movies so there's not going to be a whole lot of time to contribute to her development of her character hence going back to the old point maybe we should have got this movie much earlier I mean, you are completely right that we've got little to we've got minor, minor character development for her over the years. But it's just been hard to do in movies where so much is going on already and so many characters um, have the limelight. So now I do think, though, you know, putting a positive spin on it, I do think taking away from the 
bombastic. And you you brought up a point earlier about Loki, and we're watching it simultaneously and seeing this universal shattering different and powers and all of this. And you're going to basically a, a female Jason Bourne movie. <laughs> For, you know, you're bad. not having the powers. No, seriously, you're, right. you're not having the the powers that you're having and the the visuals because of none of them have, for the most part, powers. Yeah. Well, this to me is the equivalent of having a Star Wars movie and not having a Jedi. I mean, they've had good iterations yeah. of those. Of course, the the Mandalorian, for the most part, and also um, um, the Rogue One movie, and, and even even they did a Han Solo movie as well. So you can do it without having a Jedi, but this is the equivalent to me. To me, if you're going to do a movie devoid of superpowers in a superhero movie, it has to be very well done. And we got a little Red Guardian in there that kind of tied us over in that aspect. And that being said, they 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 tried they attempted to play that up, I think, with the the Jason Bourne's or Spiders of the movie with these big, huge, I mean, just huge uh, action sequences, which if that's what you were looking for, I, I think you would have enjoyed these movies because they they kind of went over the top with some of these action sequences. So I don't know. So help me out here. This was something that I've not looked up and it's something that I thought while watching the movie. In your interpretation, is she enhanced in any no. way or is she just a... Fu- okay, there is no way, if that is true, there is no way that she can take the hits that she took and get up and keep fighting. No way. I don't know. I don't, did she take anything that bad? I don't think she- Yes. I mean, she was falling here, doing this, getting knocked around this and... Yeah. So, I'm just so personally, I don't think she did anything that was that out of the ordinary. But then again, I've just been watching all of the Fast, Fast and Furious movies. So maybe my <laughs> suspension of disbelief is kind of yeah. screwed right now. Maybe so. Yeah, true. Good point. But, but, but so, but, but, but I'm ahead. just saying, well, talk about, I mean, disbelief. I mean, her getting hit or getting injured, I, I've already always had confidence in her abilities. So, you know, when they're running through Prague or Budapest and they're falling around, um, you know, to me, that was Jason Bourne spy stuff. Uh, I can see her and Hawkeye doing that type of thing. So, like, okay, I'm here for it. I I think that's that's fine for them. These are highly trained spies. Again, I said I watched Hannah recently on Amazon TV and they're doing similar stuff. So, hey. And I used to watch you. You remember Alias? Yeah, 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 yeah. Alias. I loved Alias and they did that too. that, That wasn't out of the realm of possibility for me but it was some of the story elements that i was just like really um it, it, i know we'll get into it but the pheromone thing the um i don't like the mcu face mask thing i just don't like it it's just too unbelievable for me yeah for me I get you. but i'm sorry go ahead with your question sorry <laughs> no 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 but that was actually a comic book tie-in throwback there was a comic storyline where natasha and the what what is her name? Elena, uh, Yolanda. The y- Ilana. Yolanda. Okay. Which one are you talking? You talking about yeah. uh, Florence Pugh? Yeah, Florence yeah. Pugh. What's yeah, her Yelena. character? Yelena, Yolanda. Y- y- uh, y- okay, when they actually started getting along, there was a, a there was a story to where they used some kind of technology to do the change face thing. So that's actually a little nod to something that happened in the comics. So I thought. That was kind of cool, but I didn't know about that until I started reading up about her after watching the movie. 
So, yeah, I mean, but we've seen the face thing in MCU before. Um, more recently on Falcon and the Soldier. So, I mean, I just mm-hmm. don't like it as a a, 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 a plot a good point. Get out or, of, you know, get out of jail free card. It's a, yeah, ex- exactly. And that's basically what it is. So, Taskmaster. Thoughts? Very interesting villain that I want to see come back. I like, I, I, you know, again, I'm not the comic person. So, it didn't bother me that she was uh, uh, Drakov's daughter. It was Jekov's daughter. So, it really didn't bother me in that aspect. But I do like the abilities, and I want to see that come back at some point. I think it will, because it was cool seeing her do the the cap throw and, and you know, the kind of the Spider-Man swing that she did, and a few more, a few other uh, MCU characters, she kind of copied their moves. So uh, I really enjoyed her, and again, I don't know the comic, so it didn't bother me that they changed it. Yeah, I don't really care one way or the other. I'm like you. It doesn't bother me. I know there's a lot of people that are like, it should have been a man, Uh, you know, but who cares? cares? But I do like the way they explained it, because I think there will be likely a future version of Taskmaster uh, proper, because somebody, whether it's a man or a woman, will get the thing, you know, implanted in their head and have the same ability yeah now my only issue with it being uh Drakov's daughter is the fact that i think they only did that to make natasha romanoff redeemable or to redeem her to say oh she didn't mm. kill this little girl she was finna kill in cold blood <laughs> you right. know um she was deaf and and that was her that was her transition to be able to leave uh the red, the red room to be able to go to the yeah. to the Avenger to um not the Avengers but um the CIA or the yeah the NSA no or whatever no you she call went it. to uh to 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 uh, uh Samuel Jackson's group Shield Shield oh, I'm sorry Shield oh, Shield Shield okay yeah. but that was what she did to be able to transition into Shield so um yeah it's kind of a little messy messy transition for the character to have to kill this girl to be able to move on to something better. And of course, she has plenty of other blood on her hands. But to me, they just they just tried to do that to make try to redeem the character a little bit. And no, no. So what? So what I was thinking whenever I saw that that I was thinking is not like spies don't do that anyway, and we just don't know about it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The the good spies or the good spy agent does stuff like that anyway, but we just yeah don't the think but, about it you know they don't but this is avenger she's famous as yolana said she's famous so <laughs> you know and and well i'll sort of pivot but go, go ahead no 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 no. that's that that's it that's and that's pretty much the sum of the movie and and all intents and purposes what did you think about yolana i liked her i didn't think i was at the beginning but I actually grew to like her throughout the movie. What did you What did you think? I enjoyed her. They pretty much, again, like they almost did too much comedy with her. So much so that it started to get on my nerves a little bit. But she was definitely the, I, I, I did feel like she was a comedy relief in a lot of senses of the movie. And she was pretty funny. She said some funny things. <laughs> with the, I, I will say this. I'll never see another rewatch of anything that black widow is in and not see 
the Black Widow pose and laugh. Yeah, the Black Widow pose, and then she's just she she said a bunch of other funny things within the movie that I thought were really good, and and I love the tension she brought to um, the family dynamic as they were sitting at the table, and then you had the yes, uh, the the Red Guardian and all of them going at it. I, and and oh, what really what really kind of egged me the wrong way is is that he was so dismissive of the family portion of it. He was just like, I was just doing my job the whole time, but you know, that's what, you know, he, he's a spy. That's what he was doing, but, right. but he was so into that, that he was and even the mother for that point to the point where they, they were dismissive of, of the family element that they lived for a couple of years in Ohio. So. Yeah. And not realizing for the children, you know, that, now, that was one thing that I thought that they did well was giving the int- impression of, as the adults, they're clueless. But realizing that, especially the younger child, that's your formative years and your that's your reality yeah. as you know it. Yeah. yeah. And that was, and that's what you're just now talking about. That was her reality as she knew it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. If I were to ask a final rating on Black Widow, what would you give it? <sighs> I don't know, man. It's all over the place. I see people who are saying this is one of the best, the top 10 Marvel movies. I kid you not. People I really trust that review movies have said it's like the top 10 Marvel movies. Not for me. I'm going to give it like a three at best. I I enjoyed it, but. I will say when I left the theater, I, there were just a few things with Drekov and the the pheromone thing and, um, you know, the unneeded subversion of them switching with the mask. I'm like, you know, mm. that they tried to do to make the movie more exciting. And even if you look at the final act where she is in Drekov's room and um, how that all takes place, it's very, even though we do have fight sequences that occur right off after that Drakov is not is not an enemy that you fight he's more of a um big boss running things and you know he's not going fisticuffs with anybody so mm-hmm. to me that was just a huge meandering talky talky bit to me <laughs> you right. know like, okay. uh, but you know they tried to to uh fix that by having the big uh the red room is falling scene at the very end so yeah, man, I just had to have give it a three. I thought the action stuff was good, but to me, uh, some of the cohesiveness with the story just just didn't work for me. I'm not saying it wasn't good, but it just didn't work for me. So I'm going to follow up and give it a three as well. I wish that Marvel would have made the decision to have made this earlier yes. in their cinematic timeline. I think we would have had a very different appreciation had it come out in 2016, 2015, 2017, yes. somewhere yes. in that range. I think it would have been so much better, so much it would have added dimensions to Endgame should have came out because before. you would have known yep. more of yeah. So I think it was a good movie, but in the wrong time. And so the best I'm going to give it is a three. But I do give them credit for making the new Black Widow likable. Whether she was too funny or not, I am intrigued by Do we her. know she's a new Black and, Widow for sure? Well, th- I'm going to say she is. Because she. we've got the after-credit after scene, mid-credit scene, whatever you want to call it. 
and we see i'm saying she's going to be in the hawkeye disney plus series yeah i think that has been uh, confirmed i believe all right so that being said i'm i'm in I'm more interested to, I'll put it this way. I was not interested in the Hawkeye series at all. Zero. Had no intent to enjoy it. I had an intent to watch it, but I had no intent to enjoy it. Now I'm looking forward because I want to see her again. I'm not a fan of Clint Barton, man, at all. (laughs) I'm not either. And especially, no offense to Jeremy Renner, but he does not, he is not what I see as being Hawkeye. He is, to me, one of the only bad casting right. that they did. From a physical appearance or just the look? Just from the physical appearance, from the attitude, from the portrayal. He, Hawkeye, to me, acted a little bit more like Star-Lord. A little, you know, cocky, mm. arrogant, whatever, not this... Family guy? Person that they represent. <laughs> yeah. Fam- yeah. And the whole family thing, I did not like. Which we've talked yeah, about. Yeah, he should have went over to Cliff and, uh, and, and Scar. Scar yeah. Joe should not have. That's I. That's my. Yeah. That's the bottom line for me. <laughs> I agree, a hundred percent. So for everyone listening, if you're watching us on a streaming, you know, if we're on YouTube or however you might be watching us, we hope you enjoyed. For everyone listening, thank you for joining us. And as always, we will be back next time. You've been listening to the Discussing Network. Find out more at DiscussingNetwork.com.